0: Are you ready to go from a struggling solopreneur who's winging it to a savvy CEO with a solid business structure and focused strategic action to grow to consistent 5K months? Then you wanna check out the Strategic CEO Group Program. With this program, you'll start thinking like a CEO and creating big picture goals with the action plans to make them a reality. You'll start generating consistent 5k months, create brand messaging that showcases everything you offer, and have systems, workflows, and automation that allow your business to run smoothly so you're less stressed with more time. You'll be able to do it all without struggling to manage all the things, feeling unorganized with processes that are all over the place, and hating content creation and marketing. Check out the Strategic CEO Group Program at buy-sasha.com slash the strategic CEO. One thing that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the balance between self-care and business. And that's because if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be able to effectively run our businesses. We can't ignore the conversations that happen around being a business owner and how that affects our stress levels and mental health. I've seen firsthand how running a business can put a strain on our mental health and what happens if there's no one to talk to that can help. If you've reached a point where you might be feeling stressed, anxious, depressed or overwhelmed, then my sponsor BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. And with a broad range of expertise and BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, you can find access to help that may not otherwise be available in your area and request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash strategy. That's better H-E-L-P. Dot com slash strategy. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable and meaningful ways without the stress there's no sugarcoating here, I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha. And today I have a guest on the show who I am very excited about because I think it's going to be an awesome conversation. I know that I talk a lot about my type A personality and how I try to help others in the creative field, um, put some structure behind their business and kind of work in a way that makes sense for them. And so today I'm talking to Naomi, who says that she is a chief fairy brand mother, which I love, about how your personality can play into how you run your business and how um, understanding your personality better can help you Structure your business in ways that make sense for you. So, she identifies as a torchbearer business personality type, and she spent years trying to find her place in the world of media and advertising agencies, often feeling like an outsider in the more extroverted world of sales and marketing, which I 100% understand. You guys hear me talk all the time about how I don't like being salesy and that I am an introvert. Um, she says that it was only when she discovered her personality type and allowed herself to run her business in her own way based on her strengths and core values that her career really started to thrive. She's described by some as eat, pray, love meets madmen. And she now uses her marketing, branding, and personality profiling set to run Brand Whisperers, a personality driven brand agency and strategy consultancy that helps business founders cut through generic advice, leverage their strengths, and circumvent their stressors so that they can run their business in a way that works for them as well as their customers. So Naomi, welcome to the show.
1: Well, oh, Thank you so much for having me, Sesha. I'm so glad to be
0: here. I'm so excited that you're here. So I actually went and I took your quiz um, that you have on your website, and it said that I am a caregiver. I'm an ISFJ caregiver. And if anyone has ever taken a personality test, they know what the, the ISFJ, I'm, I know that the I is introvert. I'm very much an <laughs> introvert. So I was curious and to talk a little bit more about your experience, too, about how you think that our personalities play into how we operate in our businesses and what me being a caregiver means.
1: <laughs> uh, good questions. Yes, where to start? Oh my gosh. Um, so one thing I found out as I have grown my business and working with other businesses, I've worked in small businesses for uh, since nearly the beginning of my career. And one thing that I've figured out along the way as I've watched new businesses grow is that the first thing that you learn about when you start business and you start looking at courses or business schools is everybody tells you to focus on your customer and your competitors and as we were as I was going along and seeing businesses struggle I was like there's a piece missing to this nobody (laughs) starts with you (laughs) so it's so important it is so important to focus on your your customers. Um, but if you're not careful, you can focus on them so much that you end up building out a business model and a marketing strategy and a service delivery experience and teams that m- meet your customers' expectations, but they're not sustainable for you. And when I when I figured this out, my, my mind was just blown. I was like, how can this piece be missing from all the education that we get in business? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, that is very true. You don't people don't talk much about wh- the role that you play in your own business and how yeah. you function within your own business. And I think that's because there's this idea, um, a very prevalent one, I think, that all successful business people approach business the same way, that mm-hmm. they tend to have the same working style. You know, it's someone who's always grinding and, it's, you know, they are, are always... Cool. Yeah, I hate hustle culture, but they always oh, yes. like are working all the time and um, they're like pushing forward all the time and they just have a singular goal in mind. And I, I am very guilty of uh, being all over the place in my head a lot of times with the ideas that I have and the things that I want to try. And I think especially uh, when we're starting out in business, a lot of us tend to be like that. We don't. But we feel like we have to fit into a role of, you know, I have to have this type of business and this is how I have to sell my business and this is how I have to talk about my business. And um, that's not yes, necessarily that's so the true. case.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And that's exactly where I started out in my business. I, um, so, well, we'll, I'm going to get to your type as well, but <laughs> just telling the the intro story from my personality type. Um, I couldn't understand why I didn't fit in with, um, with the business, business type and I, I did exactly that. I worked hard. I worked long hours. I did what I was supposed to do and I burnt out. I burnt out so many times and to the point where I thought business is just not for me. I can't keep up with this. Um, I can't compete with other people in this realm. Uh, and then one day, I happened upon the personality types, and it was actually I read an article that uh, had each of the personality types in business and how much they earn. And mm-hmm. my personality type was right at the bottom. It was <laughs> like the worst. And you know i I could have got really sad about that. I you know that could have been the thing that just made me go, I'm out. i'm this <laughs> this is not for me." but for some lucky reason, I got curious instead and I thought, why? Why is that? Why Why are there certain types that struggle to make money and struggle in business and other types that are just so natural for it? So that set me out on a mission and if you are a torchbearer type, if you um, identify as a torchbearer type, torchbearers need a mission, usually in the service of others. And I thought it's just not fair that there are people and you see it all the time. You see so many beautiful business owners that are great at what they do. They yeah. love that what they do, but they're not prepared for all the other things that come along with business. And when you think about it, like when you work a job, you're wearing all the hats in your business. Whereas if you had a job or you worked in a company, there's one person for each of those jobs. There's one yeah. social media person and one finance person. And all of a sudden you're doing your stuff plus all these things uh and and people just aren't prepared for that so um yeah so i uh i went on a mission to to figure that piece out and as a torchbearer that's when i dug into things uh that that's sort of what i figured out that if i try and do business like my opposite type so if you look at your type like you said the letters like the infp i am the infp torchbearer uh so my opposite is an es TJ, if I try and do business like that person and, and they're very um, ESTJs, ENTJs, INTJs, uh, ESFJs, they're, they're the more natural, they're just nail it in the business world. So if I try and do business like them, I'm just, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. So once I figured that out, I could start to flip things and go, okay, well, these are the things that stress me out, how I can, can I do it in a torchbearer way?
0: So just to make sure so that our audience understands in case they've never taken a personality test. So, yeah. and I can see if I can remember these. So I, so I E is introvert, extrovert. Yes. Um, I forget S is sensing.
1: Yes. Sensing Sorry. and intuitive. So senses, uh, senses, like to operate in the world based on what they can sort of see, hear, taste, smell, touch, like what's in front of them, um, give it to me and move forward very objective intuitives like to look behind the curtain of life they like to sort of pattern recognize and philosophize a bit more and <laughs> um you know get deep into those things of what could be and then um you've got know, the T- is feeling feeling he's thinking and okay, yeah. um, so sometimes that skews a bit more women are feelers, men are thinkers, but it's all on a continuum. So you're not, yeah. you're not just one or the other, it's on a continuum. So feelers tend to make decisions based on how things are going to influence people, whereas thinkers like to make more logical, factual uh, decisions. Again, you're, you're not one or the other, you're on the spectrum. And then P's and J's. So, And often um, I know you work with a lot of creatives. Often peas uh, can fall in the more creative realm. Peas are people that don't like to plan much. They like to sort of fly by. Sometimes we don't like like to fly by the seat of our pants. Actually, sometimes it's really annoying in business, but it's the way we are. Um, whereas Jays like a plan. They like to be organised. They like to execute the plan and know what's going on.
0: And that is a hundred percent me because I'm a Jay. So. <laughs>
1: j is so what's the j and the p stand for um so perceivers and judges so yeah perceivers so but judger doesn't mean that you're judgmental it's I don't know why they picked that term it's it's a bit odd so it's not about how judge that you're judgmental it's just um yeah it's just the names that they've picked for them so I
0: so what do you think I guess are the like the number one traps that Some personality types fall into when they're trying to grow their businesses, because for me being being an I, I know that being introverted, I don't like to be salesy and I it it takes a lot out of me to uh, talk to people in a way Mm -hmm. that. Um, and not even so much to talk to people, but it's like to promote my business. I don't like doing it. I, <laughs> I hate going on Instagram, which is like business one-on-one, right? If you want to make money, you have to talk about your business or I'll, else how people are going to know about it. But I don't like being self-promotional in that way. And yeah. so it's hard for me, or it has been hard for me in the past to kind of move my business forward. Cause that's a hump that I have to get over of, of like, talking about myself and and doing things like that and dealing with people
1: (laughs) this is such a lovely segue into your personality type (laughs) because that if there was one thing I could say about the caregiver and running their business is that a care caregivers almost cannot (laughs) self-promote caregivers it's all about everybody else and so I get a lot of caregivers that are like, Do I really have to be on social media? Um, please don't make me do it. it. It is like there is, there's almost, um, I w- when I'm talking about personality types, it's almost like every type has their poison and their antidote, being, you know, <laughs> the very grandmother. Uh, and the poison for uh, caregivers is self promotion. And if you try and go out there and do it, you'll start hating your business, which really sucks when you love your business. So the thing for caregivers I find is to, there's a couple of things. One is to build out your service experience if you're offering a service, which usually caregivers are. I'm sure there are product product businesses out there for caregivers, but Usually they are really tied to their community and looking after people. And it's usually a fairly close-knit community. It's not like I want to help the masses. It's like here's my people and I want to take care of them really well. So for caregivers, their um, strategy is to build out a really amazing service experience. So every day, and so caregivers are also really great at detail. Like they're the sort of people that you go, (laughs) Everything has been taken care of. There are touches put on this that I didn't even know the touches existed. You
0: are just describing so much of my personality. (laughs) Before I did my service, before I did a business strategy, I used to do um, one one iteration of my business was event design. And it it was because of, I love, I'm the person who, my son just had his fifth birthday last month. And I'm the person who's like, okay, all of the desserts, are going to be in this theme and we're going to have the little food cards that like you yes. know, match up and have a little like they'll have a play on words because it's dinosaur themed so it, you know these are like bronchio treats or something like that you know I'm I and I do all of the excessive decorations because yes. people might not even notice the little details that I put in that matched in but I know that they're there and if somebody oh. does notice them it will be like wow that was really cool
1: that's so you're it, are describing but that, just so much of me this is the thing that people do somehow they may not notice obviously but their subconscious <laughs> notices and this is the thing that the caregiver is so brilliant at creating is they're great at creating experiences that stay in your memory forever and oh, if you're oh, working makes me so happy <laughs> if you're working with a business provider or even if it's a product or a service, if, if you get receive your product and it's got a handwritten note with it um, or those extra little touches or a service provider where you are given a service that sticks in your memory forever, how likely are you to recommend that person? <laughs> I, so, love,
0: I I do all of that. I lit it like For my clients, I send them a welcome gift and I was the kind who would like send a, uh ask for their birthdays so I could send them like a card on their birthday just because yep. they were a
1: client of <laughs> mine. <laughs> yep, that's it. And it's and it can go through so many um elements of your service experience. Like you're you're onboarding and you're welcome. If you're doing a service thing, how do you on the board them? Do you make them a personal message? Do you proactively ask them questions? Um, do you never leave them hanging? They don't have to wait to see. They're all like, she's just always here. How is she always here just <laughs> when I didn't even know? Um, and so that is that is a wonderful thing. And so the thing that caregivers need to remember as well is sometimes caregivers can give more to others themselves. Then, so when you're thinking about your pricing strategy, when you're pricing in your business, caregivers want to help everyone. So the temptation is that you say, I'll price myself low so I can help everyone. But to give the care and attention that you want to give to people, it can actually be better to raise your prices a little bit and then help people. Um, so with the ISFJs, there's a couple of types this works for, but um, they're sort of part of their motto is to be generous with their content. But not as much with their time, like be, be generous, but just put, just remember that, that it is a business and you have to look after yourself too.
0: I re- I feel like I'm talking to my therapist right now
1: because
0: <laughs> I mean, that is something that um, as I've gotten older, I've, I have, especially because I approach business very much business before anything else, Business is to make money. And so I, I and because I went to business school, I'm very much of, um, not to, I, I, always tell people don't undervalue yourself, you know, price, price, what you deserve to be paid and, and charge so that it's worth your time. And the one thing that I am not generous with, like you mentioned is my time, um, because that's how I protect my boundary with, within my business and how I give my own self care is that I'm not always available because I do, I could have a tendency to (laughs) oh if if you you know text me real quick I'll text you right back and you know oh you have a quick question for this I can get right back to you like it's not a problem I read a yes. book a long time ago about business. If nice girls don't get the corner office, and I don't remember much from that book. I read it, The one yes. thing, the one I thing know. that stuck out to me was um, the the simple act that women tend to say uh, "no problem" a lot when they do something yes. instead of just saying "you're welcome" or <laughs> something like that, because it diminishes like all of the work behind what
1: we the value. Done. Of what you're giving. It's like, oh, no problem. It's like, no, actually, I put my blood, sweat and tears into that.
0: Yeah, so I like have, and I I read this at least like a decade ago. And so like, I've consciously made an effort to like, when someone says, you know, thank you for doing this. I'm like, you're welcome. (laughs) So as not to diminish my value so you're this just is speaking a brilliant so idea. many
1: things <laughs> and so this this is the thing um as well that I find with business owners is you're you're a seasoned business owner now and you know you've come a bit a bit of a way along but what I find is people don't know this in the biz- beginning so it's taken us a lot of trial and error and tears and things to to get to this point where we're like oh this is what works for me and it would it is my dearest wish that every business owner knows this from the beginning. So it's a little bit easier because running a business can be hard. There are many hats um, and it's, you know, a bit of a steep trajectory if you haven't run a business before. And I just wish everybody knew knew this these things about themselves in the beginning.
0: So I guess to kind of, I guess maybe kind of close out, I really like this conversation though, so I don't know. Um, but, in that same aspect when you're first starting out in business and I think we as people tend to know kind of what our personality leans towards we might not know like the specific INFJ type thing but we kind of know where it goes so Mm -hmm. how can you discern what advice you should be listening to if it doesn't feel like it meshes with your personality like how how can you figure out what advice it makes sense to listen when you're trying to start your business or grow your business and figure out if that's the right advice for you.
1: Yes, so that's a really good question and, and when you start out in business and you start listening to podcasts and learning things it can feel like there's a thousand different voices coming at you saying a thousand different things like you must be on social media or you know you have to have an email list or you can't you know go out and buy get customers at 12 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. There's silly, just loads of advice that make you almost stop that, that you can't make a decision because you're like, I don't know who to listen to. So the great thing about personality typing and especially the way I do it, if you've worked with personality types before, you may be aware of the letters like the, you know, the I and the S and the E's. But the way I've learned to do personality typing goes deeper than that. So we use a model called the car model and it's a representation of your brain that is, it looks like a four-person car. So it has a driver, a co-pilot, a 10-year-old in the back seat and a three-year-old in the back seat. And so they represent your brain. So the driver represents your flow state. The co-pilot represents your growth state. The 10-year-old is your trickster state. And the (laughs) three-year-old is your um, stress state. So- When we're working with people uh, at Brand Whisperers, we always tell people to drive, uh, use their their driver to drive their car. Don't use your 3-year-old or your (laughs) 10-year-old to drive your car. So once you start learning these models, you can start, whenever you hear a piece of information, you can go, where does that fit in with how my car model works? Um, But even if you haven't worked with us, uh, you know, if you don't work with us, if you're just out there by yourself, the biggest thing that I can, I can probably say to business owners, I think is, is know yourself. Have good self awareness while you're going on this journey. Look into any tools that help you with self awareness. So we use personality typing, but we also use values analysis. We've got so many tools that help people tap into their, um, their self and what's right for them. And what I so often see is that that's scary. That's scary for people to do and they resist yeah. it, but when they do their business starts to take off in these unexplained ways and it's usually when they do the things that everybody has said no nah, don't don't do that <laughs> i
0: that is a hundred percent true I think when you start recognizing your strengths and what you're good at and leaning into that and doing what feels comfortable for you in your business mm-hmm. and comfortable in the sense like that it doesn't feel like it's it, it rubs up against you the wrong way or that it doesn't feel right for you to do something a certain way uh, that when you start doing it that way it helps push your business forward because you're mm-hmm. operating from a place that is naturally in your strengths so you're not trying yeah. to do something that's completely against how you would normally tackle something
1: <laughs> yes and if you do you may be able to do it for a little while but not for You'll get you're not burnt well. out yeah. yeah like you said yeah.
0: it, it leads to uh, you being burnt out you being unhappy with your business because you're you're probably like if this is how I have to be you know I gotta yeah. turn myself on a certain way in order to function in my business and I don't that doesn't feel right to me that doesn't feel comfortable to me The one thing I do, I listen to a podcast called "How I Built This," and many of the entrepreneurs on there will say that you know they were given advice and it didn't feel like the right advice to them, and that when they decided to do things, what felt right to them and how they thought it should be done, that that's kind of when they started to see things happen in their business, and I think that plays into what you're talking about. It's just you leaning into your personality yes. and how you function in business.
1: Yeah, and not getting overwhelmed and starting to listen to the thousands of voices coming at you. It's it's like listen to the little voice in the back of your head. There's so many business owners that I've worked with that now have thriving businesses. You know, they're, they're starting to make good profit margins and revenues and the thing they say is I wish I'd listened to that little voice in the back of my head <laughs> from the beginning because they went through, you know, the, the path of ups and downs and they knew, they sort of knew what they had to do, but they're like, but no, everybody's telling me to do it this way. And so they've gone on this convoluted path to get where they needed to go. And they're like, gosh, if I'd just been brave enough to listen to myself. And I hear that all the time.
0: Yes, I think that's a perfect way to close the show. So Naomi, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh. Um, I just love everything that you that you had to say. Thank and you, you so especially so- you validated so many things about me and myself. So. Oh,
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> I've so enjoyed this. It just it lights me up to see more business owners feeling brilliant in their business and knowing that they can.
0: So thank you so much. You can find out more about Naomi and her business at brandwhisperers.com.au. And that um, is her website. You can take her personality quiz to find out what business personality type that you are. And you can find out how to work with her more if you want to take more of a deeper dive into how your personality type can help you in your business and what your strengths are. But again, Naomi, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Are you ready to up-level your business? Join the five-day Be Your Own CEO Challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips.